Shalom to all. Today's half is Yushalmi Chumasaf Yudtes. So we are starting right at the top of the Amud and in the Vilnius stuff. It's on Yud Amud Aleph, a little bit before the halfway mark with the words Amrulai. And today's half is sponsored by Lilinishmas, Mars, Miram, Sarabas, Yaakov, Maisha, Her, Neshama should have an Aliyah. We are in the middle of the discussion. The Mishnah had brought a Machlikit. Satanakama said, No being Mafresh, Menatar, Alatame, whereas Rebeliezer allowed it. And yesterday, Rebeliezer explained that Rebeliezer was only referring to where the Tame was lach, moist. And we described yesterday what that was referring to. But now, Amrulai, the Chum told him, Ilcha Kalach, Kari Lach, the only way to describe the lach of Rebbe is wine and oil and not the way you described it with olives. So the Gemara has According to the Chachamim, how are we able to separate Menatar al when we're dealing with lach, like yain and shemen, and not have a problem that it's Shalom and Amukhev? If we're going to have Tahar wine or oil touch Tame wine or oil, so then it's going to be Metame it. So the Gemara answers, It's one of these two scenarios. Kaira literally means a beam, and this was the heavy beam that was used to crush the grapes or the olives. And so the first scenario is where one beam was used to crush a whole bunch of grapes, for example, and then all that liquid was split into two bayrois, one of them which subsequently became tamay, and even though it's in two bayrois, it's still considered minamukif because they came originally from the same kaira. And by that same token, two kairas for one bar, even though this was pressed by two different beams, since it's in the same bar, we're able to separate minatar ala tamay. The Gemara asks, hold on one second, nicha kaira achas shnei bayrois. We understand that we could have one kaira for two bayrois, and this is still considered minamukif because since they were both crushed by the same beam, even though now now they're in two bayrois, they're still minamukif. El shnei kairis labar echad. But if we're talking about two beams that were used to crush everything in one bar, wouldn't we say that since some of them became tame, the others became tame as well? If everything's currently located in the same bar, just because they were crushed by two separate beams, that doesn't mean that there's a separation between them and everything is tame over here. So my answers are, if law says, B'Shem Rebelezer, Tiftar, we could explain it as follows. He had a mind to make it one tfusa, meaning he had a mind to leave everything in the same bar, and he ended up making it to two tfusais, meaning he intended to crush everything in the same bar with two different beams, but he decided to split them into two different bayrois, crushing them with two separate beams, and still that's considered minamukif. Now, Amr Biyaz Rabun, he clarifies, this is only said, we can only consider this minamukif if one of them, meaning one of the bayrois, became tamay, after he already removed all the different things from it, all the different stems and pits and things that float in the wine after being crushed, and after these were removed, it became tame, so he could still be tiring from one for the other. Why? Because he technically was able to separate truma for them when they were still in their state of tahara, and only afterwards they became tame. But if they became tame before he removed all these different psilas and these different things that were floating around, this is not so, meaning he would not be allowed to separate from tarala tame because it wasn't yet in the state of Nigma Malachtai. Now, bottom line, how do we paskin like the Tanakam or like Rebbe Lezer? So Gemara tells us, Rav Tavi says, then Rav Yeshia, who says, B'Shem Rabbi Yanai, that's the proper Girsa, Halacha Kerb Lezer, Lezer. And also, Yitzhak Bar Nachman says, B'Shem Rabbi Yishaya, Halacha Kerb Lezer, Lezer. However, Rav Huna says, then Rav Chananya, Ain Halacha Kerb Lezer. And Rav Yes Rabun and Rav Yudah B'Shem Shmuel say, Ain't halacha kerbelezer. That halacha is not like kerbelezer. And also of the kumi of Imi, a story like this came in front of Rav Imi, v'loy hayri, and he didn't paskin. Amar, he said, train kol kabel train inon. This is two verses two. We have Rav Tavi then Rav Yeshia b'shem Rav Yanai and Rav Yitzchak bar Nach b'shem Rav Hashaya saying that halacha is like kerbelezer. And then we have two others saying that halacha is not like kerbelezer. And therefore, there's no hachra. There's no clear psak. However, Yitzchak on base on top. Amrly they asked him, but Rav Yitzchak bar Nach and hayri. Rav Yitzchak bar Nach paskin that halacha is like kerbelezer. And Rav Yitzchak bar Nach was a very great man, so that halacha should be like kerbelezer. However. 
even so, he didn't paskin either which way, because Lamaisa, it's two verses two. And we continue explaining, we quote the Mishnah first, and the Gemara tells us, over there we learned in a Mishnah, someone who's taking truma out of a bar, so he has a whole bar full of wine, and he takes a barrel and fills it up with wine, intending for it to be truma, and he says, this is truma, on condition that it comes out in peace. Now what does he mean by saying that? That this wine that's in the barrel right now has to be totally removed from the bar in peace, meaning that it doesn't break and that it doesn't spill. And if this barrel breaks or spills and then falls back into the bar, it's not intended to be truma. Because if it was, that means he has truma that's falling back into a bar and now everything's meduma. It's truma and chulin mixed together. And he doesn't want that to happen. Therefore, he makes this tonight that it's only considered truma but including the stipulation is not that it's not going to be truma if it becomes tame. And that's because it's something very far-fetched. Why should it become tame right now? So he doesn't have that in mind. And therefore, if somehow the wine in his barrel does become tame as he's taking it out of the bar, it still is considered truma, and now he has truma tameha. However, Rav Shimon says, he's even intending to make this tonight that it's not going to be truma if it becomes tame. Now, Rav Yosef and Chania tells us, this is specifically talking about the toma of Tvul Yaim. Meaning, Rav Shimon says that this tanai is also including that it's not going to become truma if it becomes tame, he's referring to toma of a Tvul Yaim. And why is that? So, Rav Ila, he explains, that's because people who are Tvul Yaim, that means they went to the mikveh that day, but they still have to wait till the end of the day to be 100% tahar. They were usually found among the wine and olive presses. And therefore, at least according to Rav Shimon, it is a possibility that this wine could become tame from a Tvul Yaim. And why is it that someone who's a Tvul Yaim would be found among the Gitais, these wine and olive presses? So, Rav Yaisi explains, there's no problem if a Tvul Yaim touches Tevel. Someone who's a Tvul Yaim can only make something a Shlishi Latoma. But we know that regular Tevel or Chulin can't become a Shlishi Latoma. The lowest level it could become is a Shani. And therefore, Tvul Yaim were allowed to walk around freely where this wine and oil was being pressed. However, since Truma could become a Shlishi Latoma, that's why Reb Shemin says that when he makes his declaration, he's also including Toma of a Tvul Yaim because it's possible to become Tommy with Tvul Yaim. However, other types of Tomas are not included in this, even according to Reb Shimon, because again, as we explained, it's very rare to have Toma around here. And Tani was talking to Bray, so Amar Yudan, Rav Yudan said, when was this said that we follow this stipulation of his, and when this person expressed, it's not considered Truma until it's totally away from this bar and can't possibly fall back into it. That's only with Truma G'dayla, when we're talking about regular Truma G'dayla, which is given to the Kayin, because he has to take Truma off from it, and therefore he wants to ensure that this is 100% perfect Truma, without any problems, and that's why if it breaks, for example, or if it spills back in, he doesn't have intent for it to be truma. But if he's separating trumas meiser, namely the wine over here is meiser rishain, and so Levi separating trumas meiser to give to the kain, everything is considered shalim, meaning the moment that he takes it out of the bar, it's automatically considered trumas meiser, and if for some reason it spills back into the bar, it would be medamaya everything inside. And that's because since trumas meiser is able to be separated, shalim and amukaf, we're not so makal with him. Now we're going to stop here for the day, which is really really right in the middle of this discussion and pick up with this tomorrow. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.